Hello and welcome back to the Grace Fueled Wife podcast. I'm your host, Beatrice Vargas. I'm glad to be back here with you guys this week. This has been uh, beginning of September, as always, busy with the kids, right? Everybody getting there. For those of you who have children, getting the kids back in school, getting into new routines, all the things happening. It was really a great time to finish up the summer which is now over. Fall is just about here. I was able to celebrate my birthday and my best friend's birthday. We went to go visit her uh, for that. So it's really been lots of fun and, and exciting things, new things going on on my end. And for this week's content, I'd like to always tell you guys, uh, the things that I put into this show are really Holy Spirit-led content. I do have a, a list of, of topics that I like to bring up, um, but sometimes as I go to hit record, I just, I, I'll feel it in my spirit that mm, this is maybe not the message that needs to be shared this week. And that's kind of what happened with this one. This message really was sitting on my heart very heavy one day, and I recorded all the notes for it and wanted to get this all out for you guys. So if any one of you are listening, raise your hand, who wants to have a more loving and connected marriage, feel free to listen in. Welcome to the Grace Fields Wife Podcast. My name is Beatrice Vargas, and my mission is to improve the quality of marriages by helping us learn to be fueled with grace. Are you sitting in a marriage that feels empty? Are you struggling to reignite the passion and love you once shared with your husband? Are you at a crossroads of leaving and repair, but you're constantly reminded of your promise to God to stay true? Or maybe things haven't even gotten that bad yet. Maybe you don't argue that often, but since you barely connect anymore, you've started to give up hope of ever being happily married again. You might have contemplated or even fantasized about what it would be like to leave. Maybe you're telling yourself that you're just sticking it out for the kids. If this is you, I've been there. My story is your story. I want to help you heal and reignite your marriage while still believing in the promise God gave you. I want you to stay with me, learn from me, internalize the grace, guidance, and interviews so that you can become the grace Field wife. You can learn more and connect with me directly on Instagram at the grace Field wife. Now let's dig in to today's show. All right, mama. So if that is you and you want to have a more loving and connected marriage, I want to, I'm going to just give you some real practical tips and we are going to talk a little bit about mindset. So a lot of times we'll hear, oh, we want a loving and connected marriage. And you'll see in a blog post and it's like step one, two, three. What I'm going to offer you is a little bit different. So I want you to think about the words be, do, and have. Be, do, and have. Oftentimes when we are thinking about what we want to have, we think about the things that we need to do to have those things. And then lastly is the person that we will be once we have them. So if I think about what I want to have is a thriving and successful coaching business, I might think about all the things that I have to do to have that thriving and successful coaching business so that I can be 
a successful coach, right? Same thing if we think about our marriages, if we want a loving and connected marriage or insert whatever your dream marriage is in here, we might think about where we're going to look for all the tools and tips for things that we could do to have that loving and connected marriage so that then maybe we can later be grace-fueled wives or be happy wives or be joyful wives or be loving and connected wives, if you will. What I want to propose for you guys is a little shift. So if we flip that around and we put the be first, so we be then we do, then we have, that really changes the emphasis on our mindset. So just like in God's word, when he tells us how, uh, when Martha was upset because she was doing all, doing all the doing, right? That any, any of you might know, any, all the responsibilities, all the things she was taking care of for the guests. And she was upset with her sister, Mary. And Jesus says, Mary has found what is good, right? Mary knew she had found that in just being, just sitting there at Jesus' feet, she was going to get what she needed. Now, I, when I listen to that all the time, I, I worry for Martha because I'm like, I, you know, I, I resonate with her. I get her. She's the woman. She's the one still running around trying to get it all done. Somebody's got to get it done, right? But I think when it comes to the things that are most important in life, we have to take the time to figure out what it actually means to sit and be, and again, I've always had, uh, you know, this has always been a topic that was tough for me to understand. But when it relates to our marriages, if we look at be, then do, then have, and we think, oh, wait a minute. So instead of reading all the books and doing all the tricks and like listening to the podcast or even taking the course, right? doing all the things I need to do to have a loving and connected marriage, you're telling me that I need to be this wife first? How does that even work? Doesn't make sense how that would be even be confusing, right? How do I even be this happy, loving, connected, graceful wife before I even have the marriage? Don't you know the kinds of things that are going on in my marriage be? Like, you must not get it. And what I'm offering you is when we take a look at this mindset and when we shift it and we think about the fact that if we behave as the wife that we want to ultimately be, if we start being that wife first, if we really embody what it means to be that wife before we ever have that marriage in in that embodiment, uh, in that in that being, that will automatically lead us into the doing without even needing all the steps. And there may be steps that we use as a guideline, kind of as a, you know, rumble strips, if you will. But all of a sudden, once the mindset shifts, we start to speak in a, a new fluency. It becomes like a new language for us that we have learned and we become to be fluent in it. And how do I know this? I know it because I've seen it happen. I've seen it work for me, for my clients, for my friends. In fact, at the end of our, the Grace Fields Wife, at the end of our live sessions, 
uh, one of my clients, one of the girls we, we was in the group we were talking about, and that was her biggest feedback is that the course had created for her a complete mindset shift. And so then instead of thinking about, you know, all the little tools and all the, the tricks and all the the things she got within the course, it started to come so much quicker. And it was almost like her entire mindset had shifted into this idea of being a Grace Fields wife. And the reason why I want to bring that up and the reason why I thought it was worth my and your time for an episode is because when this whole podcast was put together, I had the choice to name it the Grace Fields marriage. It's not like the name wasn't available. And I intentionally chose the name The Grace Fueled Wife because in my heart, I, I knew within my heart of hearts that it is about us. It is about shifting our mindset. If we start to be Grace Fueled Wives, if we start to change our mindset to understand all the things that we've learned over the past months and start applying that in our everyday lives, all of a sudden, our doing changes. All of a sudden, I don't have to think about how I'm going to react to my husband. It just kind of starts to come naturally. And it's very strange. It's, it's as I was saying to my clients, it's almost like when you're learning a new language. For me, Spanish is not my first language. It's my second language. So if I speak Spanish, I'm not fluent in it completely. I'm conversational in it. So if I go to say something in Spanish, oftentimes if it's not the kind of things that I talk about all the time, you know, a lot of times if it's something related to business, let's say, versus ordering my food, I will have to think about what I'm going to say in English, translate it in my head, then let the words come out in Spanish. So there's a delay there because I have to think about it in English, then think about the proper translation, and then the words come out of my mouth. But as I start to spend time, you know, maybe I'm, because I'm in an area where it's a Spanish-speaking country, or I'm with family who don't speak English, that sort of thing, that process becomes quicker because my practice is up and I've been working harder at it. And all of a sudden I start to think in Spanish so I don't have to do the translation in my mind. Instead, the words come to me naturally. I don't have to think about it. My mind is already thinking in the way that I want to speak, the way that I want to address the person that I'm speaking about. To think about it from a biblical perspective, we can first think about Romans 12, 12, where it says, do not conform to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. You will then be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good and pleasing, perfect will. So that's the one thing. Then the next thing we can uh, see biblically how this aligns is where Jesus says, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So if we work to renew our mindset, if we work to change our mindset and think of things in through a the lens of a grace-fueled mindset prior to having the grace-fueled marriage then because we've renewed our mind that is what's going to be filling our heart and then out of the abundance of our heart is what our mouth will speak it will then be less important, if you will, for us to do the actions, check the boxes, and do all the things that 
we might learn in let's say a book or a podcast or something else now those like i said are helpful as guidelines but they become less helpful when we still have this negative mindset attached to it. When you combine the both, when you combine your renewed mind along with now because of your renewed mindset, now this information is really living in your heart. It naturally is what will flow from your mouth and then naturally you can much easier start to apply the tools that we talk about on this show and in the Grace-Fueled Marriage Method. So your answer to the question, how do I have a loving and connected marriage without doing a thing is simply by being the wife that we want to be. Simply by being the grace-fueled wife. Simply by changing our mindset and through the being, through the changed mindset, through the renewing of our minds, through the uh, changing what's in our heart, because out of what is the abundance of our heart, the mouth will speak, right? So out of that being is how you will do the things that you need to do naturally to have this loving and connected relationship. What are your thoughts? Let me know. Hit me up on Instagram or Facebook. That's normally where I hang out. Actually, I'm starting to prefer for Facebook a little bit more because that's where my group is and that's where my community is. Hit me up there. Also, this show is for you. So if you have any questions or really any podcast topics you would like me to address, feel free to reach out to me. Either email me or send me a direct message and I will answer your question on the show. And if you want, maybe even include you as a guest. Until next week, love. Hey, love. Thank you for listening to today's show. If you found any value in today's episode, it would mean the world to me if you left a five-star review and shared it with a friend or someone else who needed to hear this today. This is really the best way you can thank me. It helps me to get the word out to other women just like you. See you next week.